Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Coming up, the NBA is officially back, and it sure did not disappoint. How the Sixers overcame a 17-point deficit and had one of their best wins of the season. Hello, James Harden. Plus, the New Look Lakers, they dominated the dubs without great performances from LeBron and AD. So Kendrick Perkins weighs in on why they might be the scariest team in the West. And do not miss part two of my sit-down with John Morant, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Luka Doncic. Oh, I hope I get the beer or wine. <laughs> he hopes he gets the beer or the wine. Ooh, we just wait until you see where the wheels stop spinning. We had so much fun. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's, alongside Chenea Gumake, Ramona Shelburne. I'm Malika Andrews. We have a lot to get to in today's show. Woj will be joining us shortly with the latest between Quinn Snyder and the Atlanta Hawks. But... We need to start with last night because I was in Crypto.com Arena. I was back in the press room and a bunch of us actually delayed going out into the bowl to watch the beginning of the Lakers and the Warriors because we had to see what happened in the end of Sixers and the Grizzlies. This is where things got a little bit spicy, Cheney. Joel Embiid, uh, James Harden going to work, passing it off. Oh, oh okay, okay Jaron okay, gets let's up for that one. A lot of people say he's a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. I know he's played limited games, but he is an all-star, and he makes his money on that end of the floor. So you may be wondering, why are we showing you this point in the game? Well, it's early. <laughs> yes, it's the second quarter. Yes, it was an excellent block. But also the Memphis Grizzlies were up by seven. So ahead to the fourth quarter, the final minutes, four-point game at this point. James Harden, nowhere to go, fading away. That was the shot of the night, man. That just incredible shot making by James Harden. And then John Morant, the other end. I mean, hello. he was trying to baptize, to put Joel on the beat <laughs> on a poster. Two and Joel handed. said, no, sir. There would be a foul called on the kerfuffle that ensued afterwards, but not Ooh. on this play. Oh, my goodness. Statement a whole off. new that, kind of poster today. That might change the trajectory of the Sixers this postseason. That so now Memphis up by two, Joel Embiid going to work, dishes it out. Tobias Harris in the corner. He's been a little bit shaky this season. Not on that shot, Ramona. The Sixers, they take a one-point lead. John Morant going the other way, looking. Bounces off the front rim. Can they regain possession? No. James Harden diving on the floor. Gives it up to Joel Embiid, who throws it down. The Philadelphia 76ers crowd, one of my favorite arenas in the entire NBA, by the way, loves it. Joel Embiid putting an exclamation mark on the comeback run. The Sixers, just incredible, incredible resilience from them. Desmond Bain trying to get it to go. One shot, two shot. Okay, there's still 13 seconds left, though, Jaron. He heaves it up for one more. It's not going to go. The 76ers hold on to get the win. 110-105. Harden, 31 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, 27-19 and 19 for Embiid. But, Cheney, as you were looking at this game, what stood out to you the most? Well, you'll see. They really stormed back in the final 90 seconds. They went on a huge run. 
side. And look at the numbers right here. The Grizzlies, they really fell short. One point versus the 76ers, 10. Look at this fact right here. James Harden, he scored or assisted on five of the 10 points needed for them to get the win. But really, as great of a win this was for Philly, this was about the Grizzlies. And I want to dive into the play mm. that really determined the Laos outcome. And watch this right here. First, I want to show you exactly where John Moran is. He's right there. This is the play where they're, let's look at the time and score for a second. The play is for Desmond Bain. And so as it starts, time and score. What do we have right here? It's a three-point game. And they're going to try to go for the tie, right? So they have a screen, the screener play that they'll run for Desmond Bain. So here the screens come. They loop around. It's actually a really great play. This is a screen, the screener. Jaron Jackson Jr. does his job. And look at the look that the Grizz get. Right there, bam. Look yep. at the space. That's beautiful. You've got your guy who shoots 42% from three. That's an ugly two. That 42% from three, who's top 10 in the NBA in three-point shooting percentage. An amazing wide-open look to really clinch the deal. All right, but everything after here was a problem. And I'll show you this first and foremost. The best way to get another three is an offensive rebound. But I want you again, watch Ja. He has not moved. He's frozen. He's stuck in time. And then also watch Bane. Is hesitate again on a shot. What does he do? Pump fakes. And also, I didn't even show you because they were playing four on five. One, two, three, four defenders. The Grizz, they had five guys that could have really given them looks, right? So it's crazy. They get another look. There was a hesitation. Jaw's still chilling over here. There's a tap. But let me freeze it here. Freeze it. Freeze it. <laughs> You have 13.8 seconds. This is my guy. Yep. You guys know I love him, number 13. But in this moment, again, time and score, this is probably not the look you want. Three guys versus one. Instead, you can kick the ball out. Look at where everyone else is. You've got a player here. You have a player here. You have a player here. And literally, I'll tell you right here, Jaw has not moved. I don't know if he felt some type of way that the plays were not designed for him. His hands are out. He's like, why are we taking the shot right here? Mm. But this is not the look. You got the first initial look you wanted, but after that, it just sort of summarizes where the Grizz are. They're not on the same page. Right, and it made me, that was a play today where I'm going, what? Why are we making this discussion? By the way, I, I love watching you on the mm. iPad breakdown, sis. You are so good at them. I, we can't talk about the dark side, though, and not welcome in the president, Kendrick Perkins, because yesterday, Janae, we heard Big Perk say, the player with the most at stake down the stretch of the season is Ja Morant. So what did you learn watching Ja last night, Perk? Well, well, one is that their IQ is below zero and it's really dark outside, dark in that arena. When you talk about the dark side, because listen, here's one, it's one thing to have talent, but it's one thing to be selfish and have a low IQ. And that's what the Memphis Grizzlies have. And then unless they figure out a way to get a veteran in that locker room, to police that locker room, to hold guys accountable about playing the basketball, playing basketball the right way, they will be a first-round exit. I'm saying it right now. They will be a first-round exit. It is disturbing to watch some of the shots that Jaron Jackson Jr. shoot. It is beyond disturbing to watch Dylan Brooks shoot some of the shots he, he takes. When you're trying to win a championship, 
You need guys to be stars in their role. You need to have an identity. Who are you going to run your offense to? Who are your two go-to guys? Mm. And the Memphis Grizzlies don't have that. And so when you have that low IQ, you lose a game like you did last night because of terrible possessions on the offensive end, and it's disturbing to watch. It was one of those things where you just say, okay, this is a young team. Yeah. Like, that is a young team mistake to make that at the end of games. And at this point, for what we expected, the Memphis Grizzlies, you just can't do that. Please do not go too far. I need to have a little bit of a chat with the both of you later because we have so much more to get to in this show. It is packed. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to head back to the desk here because I want to chat with Zach and Ramona. We are, what, uh, seven minutes into this show. It was very important to break down all that went wrong for the Memphis Grizzlies. But seven minutes in, and we have yet to talk about the 76ers in one of their best wins of the season. For you, Ramona, what was it that stood out to you the most about how the Sixers were able to pull this together? Oh, I think it was their defense. I mean, this is the team that – Look, they have a lot of these comeback wins. This is the fifth time this year that they've erased a lead of 15 or more points and come and come to win a game. That's the most in the league this year. So they, we know they can come back. The way they came back, that was not that offensive juggernaut of Joel Embiid and James Harden that we've seen. They came back with their defense, and that's mm-hmm. Embiid with six blocks. You saw the block on John Moran, but he had another one with with with, Bain, with Tillman. He had. Just that kind Everywhere. of a defensive effort. And, you know, he started off this the game very poorly offensively. He was really sick. He missed around earlier in the day, was fit, sick throughout the game. And it, I think you saw the quotes afterwards. He said, I had to find a little Bill Russell in me <laughs> because I didn't have anything offensively. And then he sort of found his way back into it offensively. But they won that game defensively. Yeah. And they have a big game coming up against the Celtics. And the Celtics always exploit them defensively because of the liabilities that yep. you have with Harden and Maxi. If the Sixers can win games defensively like this, yeah. they can be a good team in the playoffs. I got to tell you, Ramona, we've been talking, and Joel Embiid deserves all the shine. I've seen more and more this morning. How are we not talking about him more for MVP? How are we not talking about him more for MVP? And we absolutely should be. But last night, to me, and I should have known when James Harden put the headband on, but it was such an impressive game from him. I know, Zach, that the Sixers, they are near and dear to your heart. You've been preaching them all season long. Are, Are we taking them for granted at this point? I don't know if we're taking them for granted because what they and James Harden have done in the very biggest games, they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. But I keep saying this. If James Harden and Joel Embiid, and specifically Harden, play in the biggest playoff games the way he played last night, they have everything they need to go toe-to-toe with Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah, maybe they're one wing defender short. Tobias Harris is, is sometimes overtaxed guarding Jalen Browns and Jason Tatums. That's not really in his wheelhouse. But no team is perfect. They are loaded. They have everything. And if they show up in the playoffs, A, they have a lot at stake, and B, they can beat anybody. But we have seen James Harden fall short in elimination games, in huge games, a lot of times. And so that's the only part that's TBD for me. When they play like that, when he plays like that, they can go toe-to-toe with anyone. They're loaded. They are absolutely loaded. They get the win, 110-105. That's after being down by 17 points. All right. Let's get to Atlanta because earlier today, Woj reported that the Hawks, they are nearing a deal to hire former Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder after the dismissal of Nate McMillan on Tuesday. I want to welcome in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski to our show now because this search, it's in day three. Woj, why has Atlanta zeroed in on Snyder here? And Malika, Quinn Snyder is the most accomplished available coach out in the marketplace and really what Atlanta needs, which is someone who is a renowned program builder, and they need a program in place in Atlanta, player development, 
accountability uh, and somebody who can get this team much better on the defensive end. But when you hire Quinn Snyder, you saw him do it in Utah. You get an all-encompassing package. And from the moment that they dismissed uh, Nate McMillan on Tuesday, their focus was on Quinn Snyder. I'm told that uh, he remains really the sole focus of this search. And he, uh, the front office ownership, have been in constant conversation over the past several days on what a partnership would look like. Landry Fields, their general manager, Kyle Korver, their new assistant GM who played for Quinn Snyder, and of course, uh, uh, ownership in Atlanta. So uh, this, these are discussions that are moving on uh, pretty aggressively. And I think there's an optimism here that there's a deal near in the coming days. The Hawks currently sit at eighth in the Eastern Conference. Woj, thank you so much. Please keep us posted as this story develops. I want to bring Zach Lowe and Kendrick Perkins back into the conversation because, Perk, if Snyder is, in fact, named the head coach of the Hawks here, what kind of impact do you think he's going mm-hmm. to have on this team and then on Trey Young specifically? Well, <clears throat> I mean, he's proven, Malika. I mean, we saw him do a hell of a job with the Utah Jazz, in my opinion, especially monitoring the relationship between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Here's the thing. Trey Young, you're on the clock. Like, you, you've been through two coaches already, and you're going on your third. You're, you're a bona fide star, walking borderline superstar in this league. You're going to get a coach that has put guys in position to be successful. We watched Donovan Mitchell thrive under Quinn Snyder. It just didn't work out for us, them accomplishing what they needed to accomplish, and that was reaching the NBA Finals when Donovan Mitchell was in the Utah Jazz. But Trey Young is going to be on the clock. Is he a franchise guy? Can he take over the franchise and be the leader that they need him to be on and off the court? Is he going to accept the role of, of, of letting a coach hold him accountable? That's who I'm looking at. It's not Quinn Snyder. He's going to come in and do what he do. This one right here is on Trey Young. Mm, Zach? We hear this phrase about Trey Young. Perk said it. Woj said it. Accountability. Holding him accountable. And that's what's going to be interesting here. What does that actually mean? Quinn Snyder is a great coach. If you can get mm-hmm. Quinn Snyder to coach your team, you should get him. I voted him coach of the year at least once in Utah. What's interesting about him is he's a system coach. He likes yep. ball movement and intricate mm-hmm. set pieces and things moving side to side. But he also adapted in Utah to give Donovan Mitchell more control of the offense. So they met in the middle. And it will be interesting to see if he and Trey Young can meet in the middle. Because I think when people say accountability and all this, they mean a couple of things. Number one, you got to move off the ball. You got to be a more active off ball threat. We traded all this stuff for DeJounte Murray. He can't just be a bystander waiting for his turn. And number two, you got to buy in more on defense. Yeah. We can't be covering for you every single possession when teams mm-hmm. hunt you down. So it's, it's, a, it's a talented roster, and Quinn Snyder is a great coach. And it'll be interesting to see if they can meet in the middle. Yeah, it's going to be if all the puzzle pieces can fit together because it feels like since the Hawks went to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of years ago, we've been waiting for them to get back to that spot, and we've just been waiting. So maybe Quinn Snyder is a person to do that. Uh, I'm hearing that Adrian Wojnarowski is back to join us again. Woj, what do you got? Well, well, Malika, I think Zach and and Perk both alluded to it, but about Trey Young and part of the conversation that's going on with the Hawks and Quinn Snyder is, you know, the, the very real possibility that if he accepts the job, that he starts as coach uh, before this season is over. Mm. And the reason you would do that is, uh, number one, 
to start building a relationship with the key players here, but especially Trey Young and allow Quinn Snyder to evaluate the personnel, evaluate how the pieces fit together. We know John Collins has been on the trade block really for two full seasons. And to give Quinn Snyder uh, a head start on helping the organization make some decisions as they go forward. And that would be a big part uh, of Quinn Snyder accepting this job is not so much trying to turn around a season of a team that's a game under 500 yep. in eighth, eighth place, but to see if he can, uh, to get his sense of what he thinks of the pieces and the parts and, and do they go forward with this group as it's currently constituted. Right, because looking at the rest of the East, they are built mm -hmm. to be formidable for years to come, and the Hawks certainly want to be a part of that conversation. Woj, thank you so much. Still to come on NBA Today, Russell Westbrook, he is set to make his debut with the Clippers, and he's expected to return to the starting lineup. Our expectations, that's coming up next. And staying in Los Angeles. How the Lakers, they trounced the shorthanded Warriors last night. Why the defending champions should maybe be worried with just 23 games left. Plus, we are only minutes away from the second part of my sit-down conversation with the future of the league. Don't miss who they said is the best trash talker. I love that answer. NBA Today coming back after the break. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by Levi's. Celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Our award winner for print journalism has covered the NBA for more than two decades, including 18 NBA All-Star Games and NBA Finals. He began covering the NBA as a Nuggets beat writer for the Denver Post. Elected as the winner of the 2023 Kurt Gowdy Award for Print Media, Mark J. Spears. This is so special. I can officially say for the very first time on this show, we are joined by a Kurt Gowdy Award winner, Mark Spears, Hall of Famer. Mark, congratulations, my friend. I, I have no doubt I had no doubt that you deserved <laughs> to be named to the Hall of Fame for your contributions oh, to the you. league and to covering basketball. But I wanted to say to you on this show that you are also a Hall of Fame mentor to so many black journalists, including myself. There are people who don't know this story, but you took me to pancakes when I was still in college, when no one was responding to my emails, when no one was giving me a chance, and you helped open doors for me. So I just wanted to say, my friend, I am so happy for you. Congratulations. 
Oh, I love you. Thank you. You got me. I thought we were talking about the Warriors. Oh, we oh, are. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 a, I'm a good scout. I'm a good scout. I knew you were going to be special, well, you know, you and your sister. Sweet. So, no, thank you very much. And, yeah, this, this is a beautiful, beautiful um, award for me, and I'm still speechless about it. Well, thank to you, to Shika, to your family, we are so, so happy for you. But you mentioned the Golden State Warriors. Oh, Let's yeah. get to the team you've covered for many, many thank years, you. Golden State, because they were in action right across the street last night, taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to pick that one up here, because uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis, it wasn't a great night for them, but the Lakers, they were still able to put in work today. You can see LeBron James hugging Draymond Green there. We're going to pick this yeah, one up in the second quarter. <laughs> oh! Oh, snap. This is not the All-Star game. No, this is not the All-Star game. But that is the same dunk from the same <laughs> angle. The tomahawk from the side. I mean, it's a signature at this point. LeBron James throws it down, but on this play, D'Angelo Russell, he would sprain his right ankle. He left for the rest of the game, didn't return. It's not expected to be too serious, which is good news for the Los Angeles Lakers because they looked good last night with their new addition. They didn't look good. They looked good with a T. <laughs> and we all know the Warriors are struggling without Steph, without Wiggins, but the reality is the Lakers, they finally found depth. They feel like they're playing with joy again, and that man had himself a night, Mr. Reeves. Mm. Well, Austin Reeves, yep. It was a, a night for the supporting cast. Austin Reeves, once again. Look at him. He's, he's catching bodies, throwing dimes. LeBron doing his thing from the corner. Hello. Here's the thing. When LeBron James <laughs> is nailing threes like that, like it's, <laughs> there's it? a wrap. It's, it's over. over. It's over. And it was over in the fourth quarter. The Lakers up big at this point. LeBron James at this point just putting icing on the cake. Take a listen after the game. I just think guys know what, what's at hand, man. You know, we, they know we don't have any more time or games to waste. You know, we got to maximize each day, whether it's a game day or non-game day. Coming into a practice day, you know, with a focus on how we can get better as a team. That's, that's all we want to do is go out and have fun. You know, us having fun, um, you know, playing the right way, playing defense, uh, making the right plays offensively um, leads to victories. And, you know, when you're winning basketball games, you know, um, it's always fun, and you can you can enjoy it. So, um, you know, we just want to keep putting the strength and wins together and um, get back in the race. So check this out. LeBron and AD, I mentioned this. They'd played 161 games as teammates, including the playoffs. But yesterday, Thursday, it was the first time where neither ranked among the top three scorers. Whoa. But their supporting cast stepped up. And that's not something that we've been able to say all season long. So the Lakers, they now find themselves just a game and a half back of the Warriors. Perk, I'm going to start with you here. Coming out of this one, do you believe that the Lakers, that they're trending up, or is this just more about the Warriors trending down? Uh, I told y'all this yesterday. When I was going back and forth with Zach, I told y'all that yesterday that the Lakers, look, their postseason started last night, okay? Take it one game at a time, win about five games in a row, get to 500, and after that, lights are over. And we all could agree that if the Lakers was to match up with the Memphis Grizzlies, they would actually beat them. If they was to match up in the first round with the Sacramento Kings, they would actually beat them. They have the pieces. I love what uh, Vanderbilt is bringing to the table. They're so deep right now that Lonnie Walker – didn't even see the floor that many minutes last night. That's how much depth the Lakers have, and they have it all in the right places. Now, can I say this for a second? Yes. <laughs> what about the Golden State Warriors, okay? What about, what about them? them? What about Draymond? What about Draymond hugging LeBron when he probably should have been hugging his teammates because they the one who needed to get, to get his trust back? 
And I said this at the start of the season when the incident happened with him and Jordan Poole at training camp. It's going to be hard to repair that locker room. It's going to be hard to get that togetherness back. And right now they don't have it. You have Klay Thompson, who's still trying to prove to the world that he's the Clay of old. You have Jordan Poole, who is a who is an emotional killer when he's playing bad. Like, he drains the energy out of the locker room. And you have Draymond Green, the guy who's been the heart and soul of that team yep. for so long, the so-called leader that can't gain it back. They can't gain it back. You know why? Because when you try to hold a guy accountable, they're going to say, you know what, man, we ain't really hearing what you got to say. So now I'm looking at the Warriors and I'm saying, you know what? This is the time. <laughs> this is the time. This is the time where so many question marks and they could, and I can honestly sit up here and say that they're over with. They're oh. over with. This season is over for whoa, them. Whether whoa, Steph whoa, comes whoa, back whoa. or not. Slow, oh. slow the roll, bro. Slow <laughs> the roll, bro. Perk. Yeah. If Steph and Wiggs are not playing for the rest of the season, yes, maybe that's the case. But the reality is the Warriors, they've had a lot of – you're right, they've had more questions than answers. But still, Steph and Wiggs are the key pieces for them to make that postseason run. That's the same key pieces that, for them to be competitive. It, I think I learned more about the Lakers mm. in actuality just because you mentioned it. Their depth is going crazy. We know when Steph and Wiggs hit the – we know when Steph and Wiggs, they hit the floor, the Warriors can compete, and they feel like they can beat anybody. So much so that people still have them as – championship contenders, yeah. regardless of their, what, 7-23 and 23 or so road record, right? But we didn't know about this with the Lakers. This is do or die time. And when you think about these Lakers in the big picture, you mentioned depth. This is back-to-back -back games where 12 out of 13 of their players have scored. Mm. They've won three out of the last four games since the trade deadline. If they really want to make something shake, the time for them is now because most of their players are available, and they have to do it with all these foes lining up. I think it's like, what, how many Western Conference that they're going six. up and up against. Yeah. Right? So we know what the Warriors situation is. This is the Lakers team that we've been waiting for, and we're seeing yeah. if they're going to get what they need to be doing uh, done. Yeah. Where do you fall on this, Mark? Perk, it ain't got nothing to do with Draymond right now. They need players. They need to sign you and Sinead to 10 days right now. More me. This is a team that's super depleted. Curry's out, right? Who knows when he's going to come back? Wiggins is out. And, yeah, Malika, they need you, too. Uh, you know, Wiggins is out for personal reasons till next, probably next week. Gary Payton's out. Iguodala's played three games this season. You're talking about four players yeah. who are playing for them in the finals, and none of them are suiting up now. They're using two two-way players in their rotation right now. Yeah. And Lamb and Jerome. This is a team that's in 10th place the last place of the play-in and, and I think right now the best case scenario is for them to get back to the play-in. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really tough situation health-wise for the Warriors and they're not even really looking at the free agents right now. There's mm. nobody I've, I've heard that's on the horizon to join this team, so what it is is what it is and what it is is it's not good. Yeah. It's not good and they better not lose in Houston tonight <laughs> like at home. Right. On the road, they're really deplorable <laughs> defensively, and they just haven't been good on both ends. Mm, well, I saw Steph Curry last night. He was in street clothes, but he did get a couple of shots up right before he went back into the tunnel. So who yeah. knows? Hopefully, I know he's not slated to be reevaluated until next week. <laughs> Spears, I know you hooped, but you can put yourself in the lineup, too. Yeah, Come we can on see now. you in the lineup. Coming up on NBA Today, 22 <laughs> triple-doubles for the back-to-back -back MVP. But is Nikola Jokic the best player in any given playoff series? Because that's when it comes down to it. That's when it matters the most. 
Coast. We answer that coming up next. And it's the best of the best, the top of the top of last night across the association. Did Chris Boucher? Love his name. Oh, did that dunk make the cut? Plus, it's safe to say the future of the NBA. It is in good hands if Ja, Tatum, Luca, and Donovan are leading the way. My exclusive second part of the sit-down interview is coming up next. Interview of the year again, Malika. Yes, I appreciate you. Viral. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Let's check out last night's one top play brought to you by Uber One. Jason Tatum, he came up huge in overtime with his putback to seal the Celtics okay. win over the Pacers. Tatum had his 33rd 30-point game of the season, tying Paul Pierce for the fourth most in a single season wow. in Celtics history. Here's Tatum after the game. It was either I left all my shooting in Utah or still drunk from vacation. That's how I played the night. A good stat line, but, you know, really not a really good game. But, you know, just for one, glad we won. And just try to find ways to make plays on both ends, it, you know, just so we could win and everybody feel better about themselves. You know what? We appreciate the honesty. Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, and John Morant, they are four of the players that represent the future of the NBA. And yesterday, right here on this show, we shared with you part one of our conversation, the first time that these four players have ever sat down for an interview together. And today, let's have a little fun, because we played a little game, and it involved Luka's beverage of choice. May I have the wheel, please? Oh, I hope I get the beer or wine. <laughs> Which one do you hope you get? Beer or wine. Ja, would you spin the wheel for me? <laughs> me. <laughs> Luca. 
Non, non. Ah, c'est bon. Your turn, JT. You can spin it harder than Luca did. I don't know, you guys said slowly. No, you were trying to get the one. <laughs> mm, any player, all time. Which move would you want, which move have you worked on to grab of somebody's? Or one of these three, I guess. Ja and Donovan, they like to come down full speed and throw the ball, cross jab, and being that athletic uh, helps, right? I'm not that fast. So if I was as fast as those guys, I could come down full speed and finish. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Advice on, on getting there? I don't know, I need to lift some more weights and get the legs somehow. <laughs> now nah, I gotta get stronger. It's your turn. Oh. I definitely do one, for sure. Red or white? Red. All right, I'm gonna spend one last time for all of you guys. What's everybody's cheat meal? Mine is cookies or cake. Sweet cake. potatoes. Sweet potatoes? Yeah. Like fries or just straight no, up? No, just straight up sweet potatoes. I like ice cream sandwiches. I would say the Snickers ice cream. I like those. Banana pudding. Banana pudding? Yeah. Homemade or? Yeah, homemade. All right. Mom, Banana pudding. Watch after the whistle is called John Morant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best trash talker out of the four of you? <laughs> ja or Luca? Ja, ja, ja for sure. Yeah, is that true? Probably one of those two. Yeah, <laughs> definitely one of these. Definitely one of these two. I mean, I, I thought I thought you guys were gonna say Luca, honestly. Me? Yeah. yeah. Only when somebody talks to me. Tatum, a little flicker, and Tatum with the left hand. This is the first time you've all been in this room together probably will be the last time for a long time. Is there anything you want each other to know about yourselves, about what you're trying to do for the game? In a way, like, I appreciate all these guys. In a sense, they bring the best out of me from, you know, we all around the same age and the things they, you know, do on and off the court, it raises, you know, my level. And, you know, I got nothing but love and respect for them. But when we, like, play against each other, try and kill them. I think you look at all of us here, like, we've been in the league not too long as a group, but everybody here has had question of what we could be in this league. You know, Ja coming from Murray State, you know, Luka, everybody talking about he's from overseas, and nobody knew. JT, you know, same thing, and then myself, like, you, we've overcome that little hurdle. We are who we are in this league, and definitely something to appreciate and, and, and appreciate each other for. That's pretty dope. We bring back in Mark Spears, and as a Hall of Famer, you've seen the torch passed from generation to generation throughout your career covering the league. So what stands out to you the most as you listen to these four guys talk and you think about the future of the game? Well, first of all, that was a cool interview you got. <laughs> That's what I think about first. But when I see them, I actually think about even further in the future. I'm excited about Victor Wembanyama and what he's going to do and the influence he's going to have. Yeah, he's playing for France right now, but his dad is also from Congo. So I think he's going to have a huge influence on Africa. And, you know, right now there's a revolution going on in Africa basketball-wise. South Sudan, 
qualified for the World Cup today thanks to the coaching of Luau Dang. The NBA Africa Academy is producing players. Keep an eye on a player, the first big point guard coming out of Africa, Thierry Darland. And they're like, even like uh, Cape Town is hiring a coach for the future and Rashid Hazard, Walt Hazard's son. Uh, Tanzania is looking for a head coach for its program for you basketball coaches out there like Africa's going to do it big. And I think somebody like Victor, whose dad has African ties, is going to convince all these super tall cats out of Africa to play in this beautiful, unique way that, mm. that's going to revolutionize basketball even more. It certainly feels like the game is becoming more and more international, and that is a beautiful thing. Mark Spears, thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today, and I will be saying it all week, all year long, until the ceremony is official, but congratulations, my friend. Still to come on NBA Today, did you know the Cavs tradition? When the nuggets come to town, <laughs> it involves some chicken nuggets. But don't worry, we're going to explain coming up next. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. So our friend Mike Singer of the Denver Post, he was covering the Nuggets last night, and then he observed something. He sent out the following tweet, quote, The Cavs are doing the Nuggets challenge. Eat more chicken nuggets than Denver scores points. And then he observed that one man had downed 116 what? nuggets with six minutes and 30 seconds left in the first half. Whoa. Cleveland has the number one defense. He should probably chill. So that got our producers thinking a little bit. Zach, mm. how many chicken wow. nuggets? How many chicken nuggets do you think you can what? eat in a 10-minute segment? We'll see. What? I mean, I'm not going to go crazy. Do we have I a mean, counter? Yeah, number one. All right. You, you, oh, there believe it, it or not. No sauce either. There was also an actual game being played. I need the sauce. you got to have the sauce. Zach, you keep eating the nuggets. Yeah. We're going to show you what happened between the nuggets chum, and chum, the Cavaliers. Chum. I believe in you, Zach. <laughs> Look at Perk's face. I believe in Perk's you, Zach. Like, how dare you not give me this challenge? Zach, <laughs> Zach. Zach, I'm not please gonna rage. slow slow down for you have to wear a diaper for the rest of the day. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Oh, <laughs> Nikola Jokic, he was going to work again last night. This one today. As Zach is going to work on those nuggets. Then. Keep going, Zach. You got this, Zach. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he hits the three. Zach, are you using sauce? I, I'm a barbecue Are you just sauce? eating them dry? What? 
No, dry is not it. Barbecue sauce? What you, I'm not in my kitchen. I don't have a whole accoutrement over here. Well, I just got what I got. condiments in the bag, too, Zach. Well, Michael Porter Jr., he was in his bag of condiments. Hey! <laughs> Up a little sauce on the glass there. Perfect. Man. Pretty good. Once again, looking, dishing it out. Get yourself a big man who can pass. Michael Porter Jr., he hits the three. Take a listen to the post-game sound. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's the MVP. You know what I mean? When, when the MVP goes out and puts up a triple-double, that means he's impacting the game at a high level across the board. I think the most important stat, and, and he's going to set the record this year for most assists per game by a center in NBA history, he's going to, like, blow it out of the water because he's going to average 10-plus assists per game. To generate the shots and the quality of shots that he does every night is just remarkable. There's a lot of guys that can score – uh, there's a lot of guys that can rebound, um, but the, the playmaking and the ability to make everyone around him better is what makes him truly a historically great basketball player. Historically great basketball player, okay, just like cool. that young man was a historically good Zach, I really player. need you to pick up your pace. We're all Let's competitive go. here. We're only at five. Yeah, man, like, what are you doing? Nikola Jokic, the driving <laughs> force behind the Nuggets. I'm getting a lot of mixed doubles. messages. They mixed equal messages wins. From the Denver panel is 22-0 when Jokic has what? I mean, just incredible stats from Jokic. Zach, you keep going. Shanae, uh, I want to start with yeah. you on this one. How many series, when we're looking at the playoffs, because that's what we're talking about, how many series? do you think Denver walks into with the best player on the floor? Zach, are you good? <laughs> I hope you're okay, Zach. You, like you had a moment, bro. He's good. Like, okay. You, you okay, he's good. Though. I need you to pick up the I'm pace. Listening. We got to hit 12 at least. Okay, we got to hit 12. So talking about Nikola Jokic and in the playoffs, right? Yes. I look at certain teams, right, and I actually put them down. Phoenix, when KD gets back, I kind of think, all right, KD, Devin Booker, they they might have the edge in, like, who's the best player on the floor? Clearly there. I think about the Clippers, Paul, George, and Kawhi. Okay. I think Jokic has the edge because he's been more consistent. Uh-huh. Um, I think about the Mavs. You've got Kyrie and you've got Luka. Yep. That's a little difficult because those guys can both take over, and that's the highest-scoring duo. And then you think about when Steph plays as the Warriors, right? So there are a couple guys like Steph, like Kyrie, like Luka, like KD, that I think, all right, Jokic has the better, you know, is, what's your word? Accoutrement of, of supporting cast yep. that elevates his team to one in the standings. He may not be the best player, but he will probably have the better team in certain circumstances. So he may not, yeah, I don't think he's like the guy above everyone else, mm. but his team will still have the edge. Where do you fall on this, Perk? Well, you, you know what? I'm going to pull a Shanae and I'm going to kind of go off topic a little bit because Michael Malone interview kind of just like, you know, <laughs> made me think and when I started thinking I started saying things and I and I started wondering right so he said he talked about Jokic and rightfully so he gave all the praise to him and rightfully so well he better get it done mm. we're talking about the two-time MVP we're talking about when it matters the most he have not delivered in great fashion matter of fact he's he even got swept when it came down to the postseason. The MVP rise to the occasion when it matters the most. Mm. So all the praise, and rightfully so, about his passing ability, his playmaking ability, things to that nature. Zach, I'm trying to give you more time to down some nuggets. You know I talk slow, so I'm going to stay going. But here's the thing. I don't care who he got to outplay. He better get it done. Mm. He has the personnel around him. Now it's time. Forget the regular season. We need to see what Jokic is going to do in the postseason. Mm. Like, we talk about the pressure with John Morant and Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum. How about the pressure with Jokic? 
Like, isn't it pressure for him to get it done this year or make it to the NBA Finals? As a potential three-time MVP. Well, Zach has stopped eating his nuggets, right, which makes me chicken. think, yeah, I'm he's something to say. <laughs> sometimes I feel Zach, like you are a chicken. Sometimes I feel like I, I I dreamed up. I just dropped a chicken nugget. Sometimes I feel like I dream the Orlando bubble when the Denver Nuggets made the conference finals, which is further in the playoffs than Joel Embiid, Perk's choice for MVP last year, has ever made. I, I, I don't know if that did that happen? Did I forget that that happened? Look at Jokic's playoff numbers. They're insane. This guy has delivered in the playoffs. He has not made the finals. That's fair. I agree with Perk that he's under pressure this season, particularly if he wins another MVP. But this idea that he's like done nothing in the playoffs has just been conjured out of thin air by people who are angry that he won the first two MVPs. He's been to the conference finals. He's gotten to the second round twice with very limited teams. And like, what are we even doing here? Why are we not having the same conversation about Embiid? Giannis, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I got to eat more Because Embiid didn't win the MVP, Zach. And on top of that, I also seen the Yeah, you I seen wanted the him to when he hadn't been the second round when, yet. When Jokic got outplayed by DeAndre Ayton, oh, do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that? You want to revisit yeah, you want that? Yeah, okay. you want to talk about Facundo Campazzo and Austin Rivers starting that I'll series for the Nuggets? What's I'll repeating in my head is Perk saying, Zach, you are a chicken. Nine nuggets in seven minutes. Not bad, Zach, but I think you, you got to keep going during the commercial break. Coming up right oh, here on NBA Today, there are plenty Perk of great plays from last night. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Check out this Reggie Jackson heave. I'm sorry. He said, Zach Lowe is a chicken. Leave, leave Zach. Leave him alone. Zach Lowe. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Magic Johnson is known for being the brightest light of the five-time champion Showtime Lakers. And since the end of his playing days, Magic has been a champion for minority-owned businesses. Magic helped to fund nearly $100 million in small business loans directly to minority-owned businesses who were impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Magic was a top play every night. So let's check out some top of the top brought to you by Jameson. This is top of the top from last night. Look at this move right here. From oh, SBA. yeah. All-star shade, baby. Oh, 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 oh. That had like seven moves. I know. Pump fake, drawback, midi, off the glass, 
And the Jazz would win according yeah. to our producer Condor. The Jazz would win, and that's why we have to show Lowry. Speaking of freaking all-stars, I mean, what a tremendous part of the season, but like, okay, big time block. Huge. Okay, turn up, turn me up, turn me up. All right, and then we have your I favorite, love, Chris I love Boucher. Chris Boucher. Ever since I was in Mississauga covering the G League Showcase. Years ago, okay, you better take off, young man. He took off from the free throw line on that one. And I, I really love, like, his name. I don't know why. I'm like, Boucher, <laughs> baby. Like, let's go. I love it. Boucher, baby. Maybe because took I'm off. a little Boucher. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Uh, but the best moment from yesterday, Janae, all these were awesome moments on the floor. But to see Brittany Griner back on the court yesterday, just a wonderful sight to see. You know, basketball is our solitude. It's our peace. And this is what makes me so excited. BG is back. She's happy. She's smiling. And most importantly, she gives everyone joy. And that's what everyone should remember. BG, it is so good to see you back on the court. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. One of the most iconic performances in the storied history of the, of the NBA, NBA world. Some guys, they just have the world by a string. Here's a Dedekumbo right down. Man straight for the slam. My goodness, how on earth do you stop that? Shea Gilgis Alexander is one of the best shows in the NBA. The Dropping it down hard as he took to the air. The main goal is to win, so that's where my focus is. I know it's always it's pressure because I'm one of the best players to ever played a game. Stolen by Holiday. Three of the most important games in my career. Uh oh, spectacular move there from Kyrie Irving. I think we can do something special. Edwards, oh my! Back to Thompson. Thompson three pointer. weekend for games on our air seven games three days doubleheader tonight on ESPN and then tomorrow you can see this entire showcase that carries on throughout the weekend Zach Lowe our chicken nugget nosher what are you most excited <laughs> for my friend Oh, we're keeping in studio. He's not here. I just want to say chicken nugget nosher. Can I also say kind something? Heartburn. Um, my big sis, Neca has re-signed with the Spartans. Hey! hey. Sister, hey. back, sister. Oh, wait. Yeah. wait I are we joining this? I, was that, isn't okay. that like the couch match? Neca, I'm so happy for you, for your legacy with Los Angeles. And um, you know what? It's just a special week for our fans. So. May 19th? Yeah. Yes, be May in the 19th. building. We Go will be Spark. in the building Ooh, for Neca. the season Yay. opener against the Spark, or with the yep. Sparks against the Mercury, right? Yes. Have a wonderful weekend, enjoy the games, and we will see you on Monday.